Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Questions. This is a a very unique episode and one that I've really been looking forward to doing. And I feel like there's no better time as this amazing woman who I'm about to introduce to you guys is in the middle of PCSing. So for those of you guys who know me, you know that I am also married to somebody in the military. And this woman is not only crushing PCS life, but she's crushing, crushing being a real estate agent life. So um, I'm really excited to have a very good friend of mine and client, Alex Wilson. Uh, thanks so much for joining me, Alex. Uh, my audience, I don't think knows you. So if you can go ahead and introduce yourself <laughs> a little bit, I, I think a lot of people are going to be pretty excited to get to know you. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so I'm Alex Wilson. Um, I'm here right now in the greater Savannah, Georgia area. So my business is currently here right now. Um, but I'm in the middle of PCSing. Um, and if people are familiar with that, um, that means that we are, the military is moving us from one place to another. Um, usually not our, our choice every couple of years we're moving. Um, and sometimes we get to pick where we go and sometimes they just kind of tell us. So this time, they gave us our first choice. So we are um, getting stationed in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, but we'll be living in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, and a lot of people know that because the show on Netflix, um, it's actually not filmed there. It's filmed in Charleston, but it looks a little bit similar. So we're really excited. Um, I'm doing a full ditty. So we're moving ourselves versus uh, normally the military will come and pack all your stuff up and you just kind of sit in a beach chair with your cocktail and you watch them pack. But we decided to do it ourselves because why not just take on another task? Um, and we're supposed to leave uh, two weeks from today. So right now I'm just kind of, you know, finishing up with my active clients that I have going on right now, but I still um, have every anticipation of keeping my business here. And we can talk a little bit about that, but also starting my new business where I'm going in North Carolina. I love it. And I think that that's something that I'm really excited about. I think that there are so many people who get into real estate because they love the idea of helping people buy and sell real estate uh, or buy and sell homes. But a lot of times people get into it without really understanding that this isn't just like a, I kind of want to do this. I'm going to dabble, uh, but that this is, can, this can be a full-time forever career for people. And, uh, on the flip side of that, you're a military spouse who has had to move a lot. And so there's a lot of people who kind of struggle with that side of it of like, how do I find a career that allows me to be able to do those things? Um, and I think what you've done is you've shown that you can be a military spouse and have a kick-ass real estate business and also move it in. So why don't you back us up a little bit? I know that Savannah is not where you started um, as far as the most recent, or it's the most recent place, but it's not where you started your real estate career. So back us up a little bit and talk to us about where you guys were before and then kind of what happened when you had to pick up and move to Savannah. Yeah. So I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. My husband's from Orange County, California. Um, We actually didn't meet when we 
when we lived there, we met later in his real or in his uh, military career. Um, I started in real estate as a mortgage lender um, 10 years ago now. So long time ago, young, single, doing all that. Um, my family, I have a lot of family in real estate back in California, and I just always really loved it. And I used to, I just remember even in high school, just like seeing model homes and just wanting to go walk around them and just being so intrigued by like how pretty houses were. And I never really like thought that maybe I would do real estate. Um, but I started, my first job was like in a bank. So I started there and I just learned, I loved numbers. So then I kind of got into mortgage lending because, um, I just thought that would be fun. So I did that for a really long time and, um, eventually met my husband and we, at the time, uh, he was living in Houston, Texas. So that's what I did when we got married. I went and joined him. We did long distance for a while. Um, went and joined him in Houston, Texas, and pretty much just did mortgage lending remote. Um, since then I've had two kids. So I've always been like a working mom from home. And then we moved here to Savannah, Georgia four years ago. And I picked up my uh, lending business and brought it here with me as well and just did remote. So I was still doing loans in California, even though I was living on the East Coast. Um, And I had my real estate license from when I first started lending because I worked for an employer that required you to have both, but I just never did anything with it. And for a little while, I actually did woodworking from home and I did um, thank you gifts for lots of realtors here. And that was just a business I had for two years. And that was just, it was overwhelming and I wanted to do something else. So I just thought I should be a realtor. And so I activated my license back in California and reciprocated it here um, to Georgia. And literally within like two weeks of it being active, I joined a team and I just took off from day one. Um, I think like my first month in real estate or even 45 days, I might've had like somewhere between like six and eight buyers under contract. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I just knew how to talk to buyers. I knew how to talk to sellers. I have like a very strong sales background. Um, and also my clientele is mostly 95% military. So I understand what it's like to buy a house using a VA loan. I understand what it's like to be um, a military spouse. Um, I understand what it's like to move. I understand all of that. And I would also say like 90% of my business is virtual. So a lot of my buyers are not seeing their house in person until closing day or even after closing. Some of them don't even sign here. They sign remotely with a mobile notary. So they put 100% of their trust into me when during this home buying process. Um, so I'm very detail oriented, like with my virtual showings, I make you feel like you're there with me in the house. I'm going to show you all of the, the negatives and the positives, not because I'm trying to, you know, say, Oh, you shouldn't buy this. I I just want you to feel like you're there with me. Um, and so it just really took off. I think my first year in real estate, I closed like 32 or 34 houses and it was, it was a lot. And I, um, I had a little one at the time, a one year into my real estate career. I don't even know if it was one year, maybe like six months, like as a realtor, I got pregnant again with my daughter and, um, I just kept going. Like, I was just like, okay, nothing's happening. We're going to continue to do real estate. Um, when I went in to have her, I had a plan C-section. I literally listed a home that, that morning. So right after I had her, I was getting phone calls with offers and I was like sifting through offers and calling my seller and we got a home under contract that day. And that was just really cool. And 
ever since then, like she's just been on my hip or she's been in like a little baby carrier and she comes to all my stuff with me. And that's part of like my brand. My brand is like military. Um, I love work with military, but also like young families. So I'm trying to like meet people where they're at. And I love when people like bring, you know, like their kids to showings and let them open the lockbox on the door and do all the fun stuff. And they're totally understanding when I have my kids with me. And I just love that I've created this like environment where it's like family friendly and I understand what they're going through, especially right now, because I'm moving, I had to sell my house. I had to buy a house remotely. (laughs) Um, me too. And so it's been, yeah. And like this market's crazy. So it's just like, it's, it's been, it's taught me a lot because not only am I advising them and giving them, you know, my expertise, but I'm like living through it with them right now. So well, I think it's, it's just, horrible. I think that's really, really important. And we're going to get into the social media aspect of this here in a second, because that's one kind of the premise of the show, but two, also just like a huge part of, of how you can do this and pick it up and move it. But I mean, I can tell you, you know, myself, and I think this is one of the many reasons that you and I connected, but I grew up in LA. I was born and raised in Los Angeles as well and um, picked up and moved across the country to go to school. And um, when it came to moving here where my husband and I live, we had to buy a house site on scene because my son was two weeks old and I couldn't fly. Um, And so Mm -hmm. being able to put all of my faith into that person that was we were trusting is huge. And and we obviously live in a military town too. So the looking for that person, if you're a military family or if you're a military spouse and your husband or wife are overseas, like you need that person, right? You need somebody that can get it and can, has experienced it. And I just don't think that there are a lot of people that are out there that are talking about, yeah, I am a real estate agent who like had to sell a house in the middle of having a C-section. And I was the exact same. I had a VIP event, um, less than a month after I had my son. And so I was selling tickets to my VIP day in the hospital after just having the C-section. <laughs> like my, everyone's like, Michelle, what the hell are you doing? Like take a couple days off. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means because you just kind yeah. of like put your pants on and you do it, you know? Um, but one of the things that I, really love about what you've done is you've been able to create the brand right about, about being this family oriented and military kind of specialist. But I think one of the pieces to you that I love, and I really want you to to tell my audience about is this understanding of if you're a wife or if you're a husband and you're in real estate, or sorry, if you're a wife or a husband and your spouse or significant other is in the military, how can you have a career that allows you the flexibility to be able to say, Oh, well, my husband's moving or oh, my wife's moving. I got to go. Um, and I think that you've done that, right. You've shown a lot of other people and you've brought in a lot of people to the world of real estate, um, because you've shown people that they can do it too. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate the kind words of encouragement because that's what I like thrive off of is words of encouragement. Um, and I'm like really big about encouraging other people, right. Because, real estate has changed like my life. And I think that, um, having my first son, I went through a bit of like postpartum depression and anxiety because, you know, like back then I, I wasn't really working. Like I was kind of working, but I was more at home with my, with my son. And basically I was just like living to support my husband. Right. And that's the biggest thing about being a military spouse is like, you know, our husband's first responsibility, unfortunately, Um, not unfortunately, but you know, like he gets the call, he has to go and I have to figure it out and that's okay. 
but it still doesn't make it any easier. Right. And a lot of people say like, Oh, you signed up for it, but that's fine, but it still sucks, you know, and I'm not going to yeah. cry about it, but I'm going to deal with it. But like, this kind of sucks. So like having something that was my own and then like creating something for my kids to be a part of it, instead of like, Hey, I got to find the nanny and do this. It's like, Nope, everyone's coming. Let's get in the car. Let's go show houses. Let's figure it out. You're going to come to closing all I'm going to make all the attorneys love you. So when you're freaking out, they're like, you know, they know what to do with you. And, um, I think that that's just been like something that has helped me so much and like growing as a person and like loving this job. Like it's not just about the easiest part of the job is opening the door and showing the house. The hardest part of the job is everything that comes after that, the behind the scenes that most of the times your buyers don't know what's going on because you're trying to fight that fire without them having to know about it. Right. And you're just trying to get to the closing table and, and, you know, like, it's just been fun. Like it's been a fun experience. It's, it's like made made me grown as a person. And I've had so many other military spouses reach out to me and be like, how'd you get into real estate? Like, do you love it? You look like you're crushing it. Like you are killing it at life, blah, blah, blah. Like little do they know I am pulling my hair out behind the scenes just because I have 50,000 things going on. Like I have a hundred tabs open in my mind. I live off sticky notes, you know, like I'm, I'm like wiping butts and writing offers within like the same 10 minutes, but I love it. And it's helped me like find this happiness and this person within myself that I wouldn't have had if I just didn't start real estate and just say, Hey, I can do that. You know? Um, and so part of that is just really made me encourage and tell everyone about starting a career in real estate, because here's the thing, like there is enough for everyone. Like there doesn't have to be one amazing realtor in your town. In my small town that I live in, there is hundreds of realtors and there's a couple teams here that sell like 500 houses a year. And when you break down the math, they control like 3% of the market here. So it's like, when you look at that and you're like, what the heck? Like, you're just like, yeah, okay. Like there's enough for everyone here. And I'm one person, like, I don't have a transaction coordinator. I don't have an assistant. It's just me. And I think this year I'm pushing, I'm already pushing like 20 something houses. And I just, I, I just owe it all to my, my clients and that, put their trust in me, but also like, I have a big presence on social media. Like I show up every day and I post and I put my stories on there and people not to brag, but just to show people like, Hey, I'm out here doing this. Like, I'm not like, I've, I'm not dropping real estate. Like I'm out here doing this. I'm showing houses. Like if you need a house that you need to see, or if you have any questions in real estate, like I help answer questions all the time about real estate when they're not even in my market. Right. But it's because I truly love talking about it and I truly love helping people. And I want to share that with so many people. And if like, if I can help like one military spouse, like help find herself and her happiness through getting a job in real estate, whether she wants to sell like two houses a year and put that money in the bank, like that's awesome. Or if she wants to sell 20 houses, like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's great. Like, But the fact that you're doing something other than wiping butts, doing dishes, getting the groceries, all the daily grind of a military spouse or even just spouse in general and a mom, like this is awesome. Like it helps you find that person within you that has that role outside wife and mom. Yeah. I'm, I just wish I could hug you virtually through the screen, but you already know how much I love you, but I just feel like people 
people need to hear this right now. I'm a mom too. And, and have, a my son's almost a year old, um, going on a year, which is insane, uh, to me, but that's one of the hardest things about running a company is you have that like yin and, yin and yang of like, how much work am I supposed to be doing? How much mom am I supposed to be doing? How do I balance the two things? But you have just for all intents and purposes said, I can do both. And I'm going to show you that I can do both. And you've been able to be able, you've been able to comfortably publicly share that. And because of that, I think your business is thriving and will continue to thrive. Uh, and so one of the things that, you know, you and I have connected on is Instagram specifically, right? So you reached out to me, I don't know, six months or so, maybe even more than that now, um, about Instagram and, and wanting to level up this presence for yourself. And we've certainly gotten to that point. And now you're getting ready to pick your business up and, and virtually move it. Um, and so yeah. you obviously mentioned you post consistently, you post in stories consistently and you show up with uh, you know, baby on my chest, son on my arm, like dragging, you know, come on, let's go, um, to go <laughs> show houses, but you're showing that, right. So you're quite literally pounding pavement with your kids and showcasing that, yes, I'm a mom, but yes, I'm also out here doing it. Um, and so what would you say to, or I guess let's back up, right. When it comes to you having to move from Savannah to the outer banks, what does that look like for your career and, and why, why Instagram and why social media? Like, why do you feel like that's going to be a reason that you're able to continue to do so at a very high level? Like you already are. Yeah. So, I mean, I've started sharing my transition for a couple months now I've known since February that we were moving. Um, I waited up until we got a little bit closer because I didn't want people to feel like I wasn't available if they needed me to be available. And I've still let everyone know through the process, like, Hey, I'm moving, but I'm still here. Like I had someone reach out to me last week and ask, Hey, when are you leaving? Cause I need to find a house. And I'm like two weeks, let's do it. But in, and they specifically said to me, like, I just don't really keep in touch. And this is someone I've known for four years here in Savannah. And she just said, Hey, like, I just really don't keep in touch with my realtor. And I see you, what were the words? I see you, um, hustling on, on social media. And I admire that. And that's why I want to give you my business. And it's like, wow, that's awesome that other people see that. Like for me, I'm just trying to share with everyone my every day. Um, so like, I've not just because I got the orders and we're moving, like that didn't mean like, Oh, well, I give up. I'm done. No more posting. I don't want, you know, it was like, Nope, continue, continue, continue. And that was partially thanks to you because you were like, don't stop every day you're in my head. Oh, I don't do this. Michelle's going to be like, you're not doing this right. You know, like you're not posting enough stories, you know, whatever it is like every day I hear you in my head and it's helped me. Um, and it's also helped me organize. Right. So it's like, okay, I know today's like a personal picture day. And then tomorrow is this day and this and that. And it's also helped me have structure in my business because before I was just like, what? like when you first saw my Instagram, you were like, this is terrible. I did not um, say that. <laughs> probably in your head, but I felt it. But honestly, like the transition's just not hard. Like we went up to the outer banks to see our house and I immediately started posting about me going up there. And that's when I started that transition. And 
just because military here is my niche, that doesn't mean that I can't have a new niche where I'm going. And that's okay. Like I want to help as many people who are military up there, but the reality is the market's a little bit different up there, but that just means that I need to shift my marketing a little bit different to let everyone know that, Hey, even though the majority of my clientele clientele here is VA buyers and sellers, like I do know how to work with cash investors. I do know how to work with FHA buyers, conventional buyers, sellers, and all that stuff. And that's why I post about all of it, not just military. Um, and so the transition's just been easy. Um, I applied to have my license reciprocated in North Carolina and it reciprocated as a broker's license. I put it on my story. So people right then saw, okay. And I've had two people reach out to me since that story and been like, Oh, you're my new realtor, you know? And I'm like, okay, here we go. You know? And it's just like, I have that pipeline already built, even though it's just two, but people in the future that know I'm coming to North Carolina who know that I'm not scared to drive two hours to show you a house. Um, because I'm just, willing to help everyone. And it's not just, you know, Oh, this is my little bubble and I'm going to stick in here. Like I've kind of just do what I have to do to help everyone. Well, I think what you said, there's a couple of things that you said that are super, super powerful. And I'm going to try to make sure that I can help everybody understand this and kind of dissect it. But what you shared just now, is you said, I know that I'm moving, right? We, we found out in February, I waited just a little bit for things to be a little bit more dialed in. And then you started sharing it pretty consistently. And I remember seeing the first post and I think on Facebook, you had like over a hundred comments. It was something ridiculous. Like people were just like, oh, I posted ah. a picture of the beach, yeah, of the beach. And I was like, happy birthday to me. Cause we found out on my birthday <laughs> and I was like, the Wilsons are moving to the outer banks and people, a lot of people were like, oh my gosh. And some people were like, what is that? Because I think I did the OBX. Not yeah. Outer people banks. didn't people know the abbreviation. <laughs> But what you did is something that's really powerful because people that I talk about all, or I talk to you all the time, right? I mean, I, ha I have sales calls every single day. I have, I get emails every single day from people that are saying, well, I don't think it's the right time for me to start using social or I'm waiting to get my license. So I think I should wait until I have my license or, um, you know, I'm, I'm transitioning from being a realtor to being a lender. So I should probably wait, or I'm leaving my brokerage and going to another brokerage. So I don't want to worry about branding yet because I need to wait until I get there. Like you've heard it a million times. I've heard it a million times. It's kind of that fear factor of, well, hold on and hurry up and wait. Like I'm going to hurry up and wait. And I think what you did really, really, really well in this situation is you said, I'm going to use this transition to my advantage and be able and be confident in sharing this and knowing that if anything, it's, it's not going to hurt your business. In my opinion, for me, especially on the outside, kind of looking in, I think it's going to help your business because people are going to say one you're leaving. So I've been thinking about buying a house. I better hurry up and get with Alex before she's not physically located here. But also to all of your family and, and friends and people who you've created relationships with in North Carolina through what your husband does and also just through social um, is going to allow you to, to pick up and get busy right away versus the, oh, I just moved to North Carolina. So now I have this mental excuse to be slow for a while, right? And you're, you're not the type of person to say, oh, it's okay no. if I'm slow because no, it's not okay if I'm slow. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to create a solution. Um, and I think so many people are afraid to share transitions on social media. Um, like whether it's moving, whether it's, I'm having a baby, so I have to take some time off, whether it's 
you know, I'm, I'm changing my, where I hang my license or I'm transitioning or whatever it is. I think so many people get worried about sharing those things. When I think what you've done is you've doubled down on the sharing process. And I mean, you can, you can obviously speak into it better than I can, but my, from my understanding of even just watching you, your business in Savannah, knowing you're leaving has exploded more so than it already was. Um, and you haven't even gotten to North Carolina yet. Yeah. So ever since I started with you, um, it's helped me grow my presence through Instagram, but also it, it flows into Facebook, right? Cause you've taught me how to flow it. And so like, you know, for me, the majority of my Facebook is people that I'm friends with and local people that I work with all the circle of influences that I've built and all the realtors that I'm friends with. And one thing for me that as a realtor is like, if I see another realtor close a home or get a home under contract, like I am congratulating them. I am saying that's awesome. Like it's not about a competition for me. Like I truly do feel in my core that there's enough for everyone. And if words of encouragement are like my love language, like I'm going to pour that into other people. And then I see them pour it into other people. Right. So in turn, not only have my clients seen that I'm moving there, but I've had other realtors be like, Oh, just last week. Oh, I know someone that's planning on buying a house there. It's like, Oh, cool. Referral for me. Like, you know, and that's part of it too. It's like everywhere you move and all the relationships that you've built, like we all know that there's the secret world in real estate where it's like, you can have a whole business just off referrals too. And all of these hundreds of realtors that I've built relationships with here, um, which I also can speak a little to of like why I am so successful. I believe here in Savannah in this insane market, because I know it's been insane everywhere, but it's, it's, it's always like this here in Savannah, because we're surrounded by two army bases. The army does not have a PCS season. Like my husband's in the coast guard. So we PCS for like four months out of the year, the army is a revolving door. They are constantly moving in and out of here. So it's always buying and selling here. And so what it has done is just made it even more of a frenzy. And so all of these relationships that I've built with people, it's like when I write an offer, I don't just email it off. Like I am calling that agent when I leave the showing and I'm introducing myself, if I've never worked for them, I'm not just sending the offer. So in turn, even if I don't get that house under contract, I've now built a relationship. I'm going straight to social media and I'm following them and I'm adding them as a friend on Facebook. And now all these people see here's Alex, this person who's consistently doing business and she's moving to the outer banks. Now I have a referral source in the outer banks because a lot of people here in Savannah vacation in the outer banks. Like you see tons of people with a little OBX sticker on their cars here. They, oh, they sure. go there for the summer. And what is the, the majority of the market there is investment properties, second houses, Airbnbs. So people know people. And that's just why you're not just have to focus on like, if you're just saying, oh, I'm just posting to try to get clientele. Like, no, it's a bigger picture than that. Like you're building relationships with other people for referral business. You're getting to know home inspectors. You're getting to know title reps, uh, attorneys, all these people. Like what if the attorney that I've been working with for the last two years here wants to buy a home in the Outer Banks, who do you think he's going to call? He's going to call me, you know, because I've been doing business with him. And if I just go up there and I stop posting about it, they're going to think I don't work anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what I, again, I'm going to back to the same thought of people need to hear this, right? People need to step into transition and say, 
looking, it's like the concept of looking at the glass half full, not half empty, right? Of like, okay, so these are the cards that I was dealt. What can I do with them? Instead of looking at it as like, oh my gosh, now I have to move. What am I going to do? I'm going to lose all these buyers. I'm going to lose all everybody that's in my pipeline. People are going to know that I just am not here anymore. So like, woe is me, right? Which I think is a mental thing. It's, it's a mental state of mind for a lot of individuals. And I think a lot of times they feel stuck there. And most of the people that I've talked to that are stuck there, a lot of them don't have a social presence at all. Um, and so I think that the first thing you can do to look at a glass half full situation in this circumstance is you have the opportunity to make connections in the outer banks now. And and you have obviously over the last even five, six months, knowing that you're going to be going there. Uh, you know, my husband and I are, are moving to Clarksville, Tennessee next year. So I already have a ton of clients in Tennessee. So it's a really easy, fun transition knowing that I'm now moving somewhere where I'm going to be able to go have coffee with a client like more consistently, you know, and being able to do some of that stuff. And I wouldn't have that opportunity. If it weren't for Instagram, you wouldn't have the opportunity that you're speaking of if it weren't for being able to speak into a transition. And so I want to use this as an opportunity for people to be encouraged and say, yeah, I'm moving. How can I leverage the social referral network that exists on this planet uh, and and make it so that wherever I'm going, let's expedite like, or for you, like maybe one of your goals is like growing your price point. Your average price point is probably going to go up a good amount in outer banks, right? I think even for me and you, when I first started, my price point was way lower than what I'm at now, which is kind of disheartening because it's like, okay, I've been here grinding. And now that I'm leaving, my price point has almost doubled and that's okay. But, and now where I'm moving, the price point's even better. Right. But for me, honestly, what your program did for me, it was completely different than what I thought it was going to do for me. Like I am not that person that gets random strangers hitting me up on Instagram, asking to buy a house. Mine is always through referrals that come later. And there are people that see me constantly present on social media and they reach out to me. Right. But, and that has worked out for me. And that has made me thousands of dollars through your program, because if I didn't take your program, I wouldn't have been the structured social media person that I am now. And people see, and I think people jump on my Instagram and they see how pretty it looks because of you. And, and, and they see like structure and they see that and it, and they, they follow it because they like it, which is exactly what I did when I first started with you. One of the first homework assignments you gave me was to go find like six or 10 people that I admired the way their Instagram looked. And it was very uniformed and I liked it. And I was like, I want to be like that. And the way it kind of morphed into everything, it's like, wow, it's way different than what I thought it was going to be. But in turn, looking back, like I've had so many people reach out to me through referrals that came from a social, a social media presence that wasn't there before you. Yeah. And so another thing I just wanted to touch on too, is like, even in the last week, I'm thinking about all the people that I've talked to. So I've set up an internet service where I'm moving and she was a referral from my real estate agent, but she also happens to be a realtor up in the outer banks. Well, as soon as we hang up the phone, what happens? I'm adding her on Instagram. I'm I'm adding her on Facebook. And so she's seeing all my past posts because, you know, people, you know, people stalk you, right? They go back and they look at everything. So she sees my clientele. She sees what I'm doing. She sees I'm busy. 
And then it's like, okay, so I talked to a couple brokers about when I'm coming up there because it's a completely different broker world. I'm getting off the phone with them and I'm adding them on Facebook. Now we're friends. We're liking each other. We're commenting in this. And these are just small relationships that you build that will later bring you something awesome because there is probably a service that I provide that they don't probably know someone with that kind of service. Like who knows, is there a big coast guard wife presence up there that does primarily military? Like, I don't know, maybe I'm that person for them. I'll never know, but it's all about relationship building and it's not about making money, but relationship building will make you money. But it's also about having the relationships because if you don't have the relationships out there, like it's very hard to build your, your circle of influence or what people call it. And that's, I think one of the, for me, it was one of the most disheartening things I learned or that was told to me when I started real estate was like, how am I going to get leads? Like, how am I going to get business? And everyone's like, oh, turn to your circle of influence. And I'm like, I'm a military wife. Like, I don't know anyone here. I know the pizza delivery guy. (laughs) That's it. You know, like. So it was really hard to hear that. And it was disheartening, but it's like it in looking back over the last couple of years, all the relationships that I built, whether it was just making a phone call and introducing myself because I was going to present an offer, eventually loving each other's photos or having something in common. It always led somewhere. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there, but one of the things I will say is your virtual handshake is so important. And what you post on social media isn't just about real estate, real estate, real estate. Look how many houses I can sell. And that's one of the things that we have worked together collaboratively for you, for your content is kind of stepping out of that a little bit and being more focused on the people that I want to serve and what do they need versus serving myself and showing that I'm busy. And and I think we obviously know what the result of that has been for you. But even more importantly, virtual handshakes will get you way, way farther than a, I'm going to go door knock in a neighborhood. And I, I personally, like I, you can throw tomatoes at my face. If you're listening to this or watching this video and you're a real estate agent and you love door knocking. Um, and if that's the case, good for you. Right. But I will tell you, there are more clients than not that I work with every single day who are so grateful for the opportunity and the scalability factor that Instagram and social media can give them um, and Mm -hmm. your ability to stay top of mind, your ability to show up consistently and say, yeah, I had 80 people like this piece of content. And it was a picture of me and Amelia at the air show with our, with my husband, those same 80 people are going to see that value series post you posted tomorrow or the next day right? They're going to see that they may not like it because it's not as fancy or as like cute and uh, approachable, right? But they're going to see it. And that is what we're talking about. That value is why people will call you over the realtor that they see on a billboard on the side of the road or somebody that handed them a business card at an open house. Um, And that relationship is what Instagram does. I personally am an, obviously an Instagram person. I love Instagram more than Facebook. I think that's a no brainer for me. But when it comes to like, I don't even have a business card. I don't care to have one, Mm -hmm. right? When I meet somebody, I do exactly what you just said. I say, yeah, go follow me on Instagram. When I, I got my hair done a couple of weeks ago and the lady was like, oh my God, you own an Instagram marketing company. I might know a couple of realtors that need you. And I was like, great, have them go follow me on social media. And she was like, oh, I was going to ask for a business card. And I'm like, haven't had one since 2018. Like, you know, um, and so that's one piece that you mentioned that uh, is super valuable for everybody to, to kind of listen to and take a step back and remember is that 
are you creating connection offline or I'm sorry, online after meeting them in person? Are you taking the opportunity to say, Hey, attorney, I know we were talking about something way off, off topic, um, that had nothing to do with Instagram, but like, Hey, don't forget to follow me on Instagram or you taking the initiative, um, and kind of being intuitive enough to say that attorney, I don't know if he's on Instagram, but I just had a great conversation with him. So I'm going to go try to find him and create that connection so that all of a sudden he's like, Oh, that was Alex. That was a girl I was just talking to. Um, and yeah, that is the key here. Right. And there's so much that you said, and I'm just trying to, to keep us dialed in to kind of one specific side of it, which is part of you being able to build your business through social media is, are you willing to do the work that it takes in order to have that happen? Right. So are you willing to go have a meeting with an attorney about something completely unrelated to real estate, but still take the time to go find him on social media or find him or her on Instagram so that you can stay connected with them so that they can then see more about what you do. And then the next yeah. time they have somebody that reaches out and says, Hey, I do you know a realtor, like I might want to buy or sell a house. And that person now becomes a huge referral source for you just because you cared enough to try to make a connection, not because you were asking for business, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. And what's funny is like, you know, you're really into CrossFit and I used to be really into CrossFit. And then I decided, you know, over the weekend, I told my husband, um, well, actually he asked me if I wanted to do a CrossFit competition with him. He did not tell me it was four wads. He told me it was one for an hour. It turned out to be four. Um, so he kind of like tricked me into going, but like, even since Saturday's competition, like I have like six new friends on Facebook and, and Instagram, right. Just from the gym. And every day I'm getting a new request. And here's the thing, like, I'm not adding them on Facebook and Instagram for business, right? Like I'm just about the relationships. Right. But I'll bet you somewhere down the line, they will know someone or say, Hey, have you ever been to the outer banks or whatever? Oh yeah. My friend's a realtor there. Like here's her information, you know? And it's just like that one, that like one tiny little interaction of going on Saturday, having a blast, doing whatever, adding the person, me being my authentic self on social media. Like I'm not trying to be someone fake on social media. You taught me that when I don't have an awesome transaction to tell the story, right? At the end of the day, we got the house. Everyone's happy. It might not have been awesome, but not every, not every home buying process is, the best one ever, right? Like stuff happens, but to be, to, to tell a story about it, right. Is showing that I'm a real person, real things happen. It's not always like great, but at the end of the day, like someone is still living in the home that they fought for. Right. And kind of just going back to it is just like people who didn't really know me on Saturday are getting to know me through the things that I post about. And so even if I never got to sit down with them for an hour and have coffee with them so they can get to know Alex, like they're learning about me through social media because I'm very authentic there. Yeah. And that's just something that grows with time. And when, when you and I first started talking and you talk about it in your training, it's like, people like to like post something like, you know, bullet points. Right. And you're like, just post and tell the story as if you're just talking to me, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, it oh, took yeah. me a long time to learn that, but that in turn has let other people get to know me because I'm just talking as if I was sharing a story with my friend. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so that avoids that 
going to coffee with someone for an hour and them getting to know me, like all these thousands of people that I'm friends with on Facebook get to get to know me every day when I post. You skip that step. Like not that that coffee date isn't important and not that that's not something that you would want to do if you could with, with some of your clients, but you certainly can skip that step as far as by the time. And here's the big piece to what you said that um, I think is where you were going to, if I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me, but that relationship, when you do get to meet with them in real life is so much more solid and they're already bought into you. They're already like, Alex, like, I don't need to talk to another realtor. Like, I just want to talk to you. I need to know what you can do for me. And they're not shopping you. They're not out saying, well, so-and-so is going to do it for me for 2%. Like, or even if they have a family member, that's a realtor, they might be like, well, that person doesn't know the military life the way that you do. Like, I want to work with you. Right. Um, and the other thing that you mentioned a little while back that I want to bring up is you are not posting on social media saying I'm posting this picture so that I can get business at all. You're not doing that, right? What you're doing is you're telling the story in that process and you're relying on that very organic and authentic relationship to develop on its own. Um, and in doing so you're busier than you've ever been. Mm -hmm. And you already have business in an area that you don't even live in yet. Right. And that's kind of the premise of this entire thing is, and Mm -hmm. even last week's episode, we talked about, um, not being so focused on ROI. Right. And every time somebody calls me and, and their question is, um, well, how fast do you think it'll be before I can make my money back? And I always answer to them. I'm like, you're asking the wrong question in my opinion. Um, but what you just showed and what you've explained over the last 20, 30 minutes is that it's not about how fast can I get it? It's about how can I lay the framework and how can I tell this story and build this bridge between I met you on Saturday at a CrossFit competition and now I'm helping you buy and sell a house. Right. Yeah, for sure. And not to say that I didn't have those same questions the first time we met and I, I didn't, but there's not to say that I wasn't thinking those questions, but sometimes it's like when you're six months down the road and you look back and you're like, Oh, there it was. And it wasn't the way I thought it was going to be, but it totally worked out. And I've made all this money in different ways that I didn't think would that I wouldn't have before. If I hadn't taken your program, gotten to know you taken your advice. And even though it was hard at some times, you know, but like, still every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, if I don't post it, I know Michelle's going to see that I didn't do this and she's going to kick my butt, but no, but seriously, um, like you've given me a valuable lesson that, you know, you can take in any business, right? Like if you have a home inspection business, like it's, it's all the same thing. And it's all about building relationships and people getting to know you through social media. And it, the referral might not come in the way that it does for other people, like a DM, but it will come in some other way. Right. And you just got to keep showing up and be authentic and encourage, you know, just encourage other people and all that. I just think you, you've done a wonderful job at, at realizing that, Instagram and social media is a long-term play. This is a career building play and not to say that the best DMS in the world are the ones that they just straight reach out to you right away. And they're like, Hey, Alex, can you help me buy or sell? But I think that that is, that's not what it's all about, right? At the end of the day, that is not what you guys should be posting on social media for. Um, and remembering that spending time building what you've built over the last call it six months, I would say we've been working together longer than that. So call it eight months, right? Um, 
if you look at what you've accomplished from day one to now, eight months later, it's so much more than, oh, I've gotten four leads in my DMs. It's all of the things that you've unpacked and you now can know without a shadow of a doubt and with full certainty that when you pick your business up from Savannah, Georgia and move to the Outer Banks, like there's zero reason that you have to slow down whatsoever. And you've already proved yourself that without even being there yet. And I think that that is, is worth its weight in gold. Um, you know, and I know that I'm a coach and that's, I have to say that, but I really, I genuinely believe that to my core, which is why I do what I do. Um, because can you build a business that can transcend industry? Can you build a business that can transcend location? Can you build a business that can transcend time, right? Can you use Instagram as a way to over the next two years and, or three years. And I interviewed somebody a couple of weeks ago about this, but she was spending $4,000 a month on ads. Um, for Legion three years ago, she now spends $0 on Legion, zero, right? Because she is able yeah. to build all of her business directly through social media and the subliminal or, uh, you know, bigger opportunities like going on Fox news or being interviewed by whoever has created that for her. So if you look at day one to day 365, what can happen in those days when you're not so much focused on where's my yeah. DM lead, but more so focused on how can I build the framework of my business? Uh, again, you can go anywhere with it. You can take it anywhere you want to go. Um, and it doesn't have to be a reason why, even if the market shifts that your business slows down. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the coffee in questions podcast. If you want to connect with Alex, her Instagram is alex.wilson.real.state. And she is crushing it there again, getting ready to move to the outer banks, but go find her on Facebook, go find her on Instagram, connect with her. If you are a military spouse, curious about getting into the field of real estate and wondering how the heck she does it while carrying around two kids all the time, no better person than to reach out to than her. Uh, You can have a career that you're super proud of that can be yours. And real estate is certainly one of those Um, And she's a a shining example of how you guys can do that. So again, if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, uh, leave us a review anywhere that you can listen to this podcast, whether Spotify, Apple, wherever. And we will see you guys in the next episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. Thanks guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.